Hello everyone, welcome back, you're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host Mildrag Milankovic. Uh, it's awesome being back from the little break and we are kind of rolling in, nearing that 100 episode and not to give any promises because I'm it's Wednesday at me recording this intro so I'm still not 100% certain as far as the giveaways that I will be doing but one thing that I know it will be really good and really worth your while so 100 episode will be like the next one is 99 and the one after so one week from now if you're listening on friday if you're listening any day after and it's like friday september 11th uh, so i'm not sure when you are listening to the episode but if you are near the 100 i would definitely advise you to listen and in the intro of that episode i will break down how you can enter the giveaway I'm thinking of giving like 50 or even 100 dollars uh, with PayPal, like just sending it over to people and probably some coaching and other cool, cool things. So with all that said, uh, for people who are like first time listeners, maybe you're like, what he's talking about? Well, basically, I'm running this show for a bit over a year now. And every Friday, I'm releasing new episode with amazing online entrepreneurs who are doing mostly like over six, seven or eight figures. And I'm also doing like solo cast episodes every Tuesday, uh, in which I'm breaking down my own strategy, what I've been doing in my business, what worked, what hasn't. Uh, so I would definitely advise you to, to subscribe to the podcast. And for my good old listeners, if you still haven't, and if you're listening on Apple, uh, it's like a minute of your time, just leave us a review if you got value from this show. Uh, I will really appreciate it. And it helps the show really grow and it helps us reach more people. Uh, with all of that said, in today's episode, I have my amazing coach, Emily, and I'm not gonna butcher her last name like I did in the episode itself. Uh, so uh, she is an amazing person with an amazing background story. We only had around 30 minutes, so it wasn't, she didn't go too deep into it, but I follow her on Facebook for over a year, I think, and it's it's just heartbreaking story with obviously happy ending but uh yeah like she's amazing she does amazing things on online i think she does but don't quote me on this but i think she does five uh fifty thousand or hundred thousand dollars passively with her business monthly which is like amazing <laughs> so yeah I, i'm pumped to have her we had an amazing discussion and also uh by the end or at the end you will hear her breaking down her program zero to ceo now i know a lot of you are affiliates but i think this actually i mean affiliate marketing is also a business and i think this applies to you so if by any chance any of you are interested in her program you can check her on the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash m that's em and over there you will have the link and because i don't think i will have time to like create this bonus tag big page what i will do is just 
just reach out to me on Facebook and I will hook you up with some awesome bonuses should you should you decide to like go with her amazing program anyways one last thing uh if you're not already a part of affiliate marketing elite that's the free facebook group that i'm running we are nearing 400 members uh growing slowly but surely and i would be happy to have you on i have some exclusive interviews just for the group members that anybody else cannot see uh also i'm doing like special live trainings inside i did one on the content creation it was like super good so if again if you're not already a part go ahead and join us and that would be all i'm not gonna take any more of your time i will let you enjoy the episode Welcome back. You're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host, Miodrag Milenkovic. Today, I have a very dear and special guest, actually, and I've been wanting to get her over to a podcast for almost a year. We finally did it. And it's funny how things unravel. Like, I actually became one of her clients, like, recently, a few weeks ago, and it's been amazing. So please help me in welcoming Emily Dersham. Oh, I butchered that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a French name. You got to pass on that one. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me today. It's awesome having you here. So uh, since we are out of time, uh, we will like briefly cover your background story, although I do love it a lot. So could you introduce yourself to the listeners who do not, do not know you and tell us a bit more about yourself? Of course. So I grew up in a small village up north Quebec, French-only village uh, with my mom. And when I was 15, I decided that I had bigger dreams than just working at McDonald's, which is what I was doing, and, uh, and not having a future. And I was not interested in going to school. That's never something that really spoke to me. But I was interested into education. And I thought that I could educate myself through books and mentorships and stuff like that very early on. So I was reading books, 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 books. And I moved out of the city when I was 15 years old. And I decided to uh, work in restaurants because obviously if you don't have education, it's the best way to, to do to make money uh, in pretty much any cities work in a restaurant. So I worked in a restaurant. I saved my money. I opened my own restaurant. And within two weeks of opening my own restaurant when I was 20 years old, I uh, found out that my mom had a few months left to live because she had cancer stage four. So I decided to sell my dream of having my own restaurant. And then I, um, that's when I started to have my first online business. So I moved back with my mom to help her until she passed. And I, I studied in fitness. I started well health and, uh, health and fitness company. And uh, when she passed, I started traveling and I launched my first marketing agency when I was 22. So I traveled to 43 countries uh, in six years, doing my own thing, freelancing, having marketing skills, studying uh, in finances. I went back to school just to study into skills that I needed to have higher uh, paying jobs as a consultant. And flashback to today, now I have an e-learning business where I teach entrepreneurs how to run their business, but also how to become 
the most performant and happy CEO they can be because I truly believe that to be having a good business, you need to be a good CEO. And this is something that everybody can learn. It's not something that you're born with. You're not born with entrepreneur blood. You learn how to be a good entrepreneur. And now my mission is truly to help people uh, becoming the best entrepreneur they can be and having a business they can scale. I love that. And I love your story. I think it can impact a lot of people. Uh, it's funny you should mention, like when you said I started like self-educating myself in 15 and didn't like school, I thought to myself, uh, is she like born entrepreneur? And you said like, uh, it's usually something we develop. So which part of it you think is like, like w what gave you, I guess, the courage and the inspiration to go over the like self-education over like the formal one and how did you why did you start going into businesses at such young age um i think it's because i have a problem with authority i don't like having someone telling me what to do like i that's why i moved out of my house when i was 15 because my mom would tell me what to do and i would piss me off I could not have a job because I wouldn't be able to have my boss telling me what to do, but I was the best employee. Like I was the best employee. Every jobs I had as a kid, I got promoted right away because I was working so hard, but I don't want you to tell me what to do. I know what to do. I'm stubborn as hell. So for me, it was a matter of like, I do not want someone to tell me what to do, but I, because I want to know what to do. So the only way that I found that I could know what to do before someone telling me what to do was to self-educate myself into every topics that I needed to know. However, now I do understand the power of advices. I don't like someone telling me what to do. However, I know when to ask for help and I know where to seek advices and I receive those information with a lot of uh, gratitude. But I am not the same. I'm not the same person. But I still don't want someone to tell me what to do. So for me, it's not an option. Like I could never have a job. That's the reason why I'm successful because it's not an option. This is never gonna happen. It's been 11 years. I still didn't need to get a job. I figured it out. It was not always easy, but I always make it happen because for me, there's no failure as an option. I really love that, and it's funny you should mention like. A lot of people I, I talk with, and it's affiliate space, but like online entrepreneurship, and like the common thing we want is freedom, but underneath it, oftentimes, especially in kind of like my niche, leaving your job, it's like that feeling of I hate being told what to do, and I can totally relate. And I think a lot of people listening can relate. Uh, speaking of them, uh. What type of advice would you give to maybe affiliates listening who hate their boss telling them what to do? They're on their job, kind of like desperate, wanting that freedom lifestyle, yet they can't seem to make it happen. Like, what road should they follow in your opinion? Like, what piece of advice would you give them? I find um, what I've learned from Kung Fu and what I've learned from experiences is that we always try to find excuses why something is not going to work for us to avoid doing it. So let's say we want to work out, we want a six pack, but we find excuses not to eat healthy and we find excuses not to work out instead of finding excuses why to do it because it's easier not to do it. 
So a lot of people are going to be in a job, they're miserable, they don't want to be there, but they're finding excuses why it wouldn't work or why it would be too hard to like go on and do their own thing. So those excuses makes them not really try and not really give it a shot. A lot of people, they want to be their own boss. But the comfort is so comfortable, even though they're not happy into their lives. So they're going to choose to be there. So what I would say, the first thing is drop the excuses. Drop all the reasons why you think it's not going to work out or why people are not going to want to be your client or why people are not going to trust you or why people are going to laugh at you or why uh, you're not going to be able to pay your bills or drop all the excuses. That's the first thing that I would say, because we are the master of our reality. When someone really, really wants something, they go and do it. If you don't want it bad enough, you're going to find an excuse. So it's up to you to make the decision. Am I going to drop the excuses or am I going to make excuses and then never really make that happen? And sometimes people need to be in a position where they have no choice. I have a client. She's been in my zero to CEO society for I think a year now, and she finally decided to drop her job, her nine to five to go full-time into her business. And I've been telling her for a long time, like, you should do it. Like you have skills, you're good. But until you like really get in front of the fact that now it has to work, you're not really going to take it seriously. And now she's regretting, like she, she has like two days left to her job. And she's like, I think I made a mistake. I should have stayed at my job. I'm like, you're finding excuses. Like you're still at your job now. You have two days left and now you're already finding excuses saying that it's not going to work. No, no, no. You're going to make it work. Everybody can make it work. Everybody can find ways and resources. Even if you don't have money to invest right now into something, you can go on YouTube, make a list of things that you want to learn. That's going to be helpful for you to build your business and start learning free information. And so you can work up enough money to invest into a mentor, to invest into you, to invest into me, to invest into a program that speaks to your soul. But if you don't make uh, a plan and you just find excuses every time, you're never going to build the reality that you want. So I think it's really the first thing is to drop the excuses. I can actually relate to that. As you know, like I quit a bit more than three months ago and I panicked first, like two couple of weeks before I quit, then when I quit and it was like, well, what if I can't make it work? What if this, what is, what if that, like a lot of stories come in our heads and funny enough, like I made, I think it's like four years salary in a few months since I quit, uh, on what I would made on the job. So if I didn't trust it and, and if you didn't take the leap of faith and as you say, like drop the excuses, I would probably be still stuck in the yeah. factory. So yeah, definitely relating to that. Now I want to dive into something because I know you're not primarily an affiliate, but in affiliate space, what I found from my experience is that a lot of people are teaching just kind of like affiliate stuff uh, and they are teaching it 90%. And the marketing stuff are only 10%. And I call that the affiliate paradox because like any business, you need marketing. And a lot of affiliates actually suck at marketing. And given that you have like such a vast marketing background, uh, what are like some of the main things in marketing you would tell people to pay attention to and to learn and to master? 
Well, I think it doesn't matter whether you sell your own services or someone else's services, you're still selling a service that you put your name and, and yourself behind, right? So whether it's an affiliate that you're selling or you're selling something that you built yourself, it's still the same energy and it's still the same trust factor that you have to build with uh, your, your audience because people need to trust you in order to put their money into what you say they should put their money in. So what I think uh, people need to focus on is uh, regarding marketing, first of all, is to know who their audience is because even if you're selling a program that can uh, cater to a lot of type of people, you need to still pick the audience that you want to talk to. Because if you're talking to everyone, nobody will listen. And that's something that I always tell people, pick one problem that, that the program is going to fix and just focus on that problem. Don't fo- because the, problem is gonna fix a, uh, the program is going to fix a lot of problems. Just like if you hire a consultant for something, they're going to work on a lot of things in your business, not just that one thing that they're known for, but that's the thing that attracts people to you. So if you choose like that one problem and you just focus on telling your audience that this is what the the program is going to fix, then you're going to have more people paying attention than just general talking about what the program is. So I would really tell you, Pick one problem from the program and pick one type of people that really wants to fix that problem and then learn your customer as good as you would learn who your girlfriend or your boyfriend is. Like, know, like, what do they do in their lives? Uh, What do they like? What podcasts do they listen to? What books do they read? Because you want that personal connection to them. You want them to feel like, oh, my God, this person is like me. This person reads the same type of books. This person listens to the same podcast. We think the same way. We like the same type of philosophy. I trust that person because that person reminds me of me. And I want to be more like that person because I'm inspired by that person. So I'm going to trust that person when that person promotes something. So this is really how it all starts. You have to put yourself exactly in the shoes of your ideal client and then just make sure that your messaging resonates with them so that they feel like you're cool. I trust you. That is so powerful. Like oftentimes I try to address this, like telling people, even when I'm giving the other advice, I always mention like get really clear on your customer avatar and to your point, like the the pain point for the problem you're solving, like their A to B journey, like the more clear and specific you are on that, uh, and the more you know your customer and where, where they start as well, like your point, problems, aspirations and everything, the more you can tailor content and talk to them, literally to that person. So when they read or hear something, they will feel almost called to you. They will know that, oh, she or he is talking to me. Uh, so I really, really love that advice. And I think a lot of affiliates actually not sure about the other business aspects, but I know a lot of affiliates miss this step and then they think it's something else lacking and they miss the foundational one, which is like the first one you even uh, mentioned. And I love that. Now, you you also mentioned like talk about one problem. Uh, obviously, like when we, when we are selling and when people are buying, they want like good ROI. So I guess that's more to a sales factor. So how do you choose one problem 
uh, even though like program or whatever you're promoting is solving like more problems. But how do you show customer in their eyes, I guess we're getting into sales, uh, that it's worth it like you will get much more return if you invest into X, uh, even though we are only specifically talking about one problem that it will solve. Okay, so when you talk to your ideal client and you know the program is perfect for them, first of all, I just want to make sure that people uh, lead with integrity. Don't try to sell a program first to someone just to make money and just to be able to say, oh, I made another sale because the lack of integrity is going to catch up on you. And once someone tell people you're not to be trusted because you like over like loft the story and that's not what they needed and now they're stuck into something they don't want your your reputation is ruined and online when you're a personal brand your reputation is everything so make sure to always lead with integrity uh that's one of the first thing that i want to say now when it comes to talking to your ideal client and now you are sure that this person could really be successful with that program what do you do you need to paint a picture so that person can visualize themselves into the life they will have once they have the program and once they're successful with it. You need to make them trust that this is the right thing for them, for their family, for their vision, for their mission. You need to make them feel like it's exactly what they need. And by doing that, you also need to make them believe that they can. Because one thing that people forget online a lot of time is they sell things for like they go over the pain points and the pleasure points and the objections and they forget the beliefs because a lot of people have already invested in a few programs and they tried a few things and they believe that your program is good. They believe in you. They don't believe in themselves because they tried before and they failed and they failed and they failed. So why should they believe in themselves now? Why is it going to be different for them now? Because it's like someone is trying to lose weight they hired three different trainers. They never lost weight. So why you as a trainer is going to be different from the other one? Because they know they are the problem because they are not doing the work. So that's another thing that you need to remember when you're talking to your ideal client to make sure you close the sale is to make sure that they are being offered the right structure for them and the right accountability or whatever they need so that they feel like with this, even though they failed before, this time is going to be different because now they have all the tools they need and they have your support and they have the accountability, whatever you think they need. That's what you need to give them to make them believe in themselves. If they believe in you in the program and in themselves, they're sold. They're a customer. I really love that. And it reminds me, I don't know, you probably, you heard of Russell Brunson, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. And you read Expert Secrets, right? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's, well, I read one of his book, but I'm not sure which one it was. <laughs> so in Expert Secrets, he talks about, like you mentioned, uh, he talks about like knocking three beliefs down and first one is vehicle, like what will get your customer to whatever they want? Like, is it your service program, whatever? Uh, that's first belief you need to get them to, to believe. Second one, I think second is internal. Like you mentioned, they don't believe in themselves. So you need to knock down that one. And third one is like external where they need to believe like I don't have time, money or whatever, like external factors. And if you knock down all three pillars, like they will most likely buy. So I love that you mentioned that quite in fact, like I was 
unconsciously doing that when I was selling, when I was on calls. Uh, I later realized that I was basically going through webinar script where I was knocking down like vehicle, internal, external, and I would be making sales. And I was like, I don't have experience in sales. Like, how, do I, how am I doing this? And I realized like, well, that's how. <laughs> so that's the structure that you, you embody the structure that you've learned. And this is important whenever you're on the sales calls to kind of have a structure, not a script. Because a script doesn't feel personal, but a structure when you know like which roads to take on with your client when you're on the phone with them is really important. This is something that uh, people need to learn. If they're going to jump on a call with a client for a sales call, they need to know the structure they need for their programs to sell. Okay, now while we are at sales, uh a lot more people now listening, I know that they are into high tickets inside kind of like rebranded and started going into high ticket. And I assume they're doing more sales calls. Like what, what are a few more tips that you could give to people who are either like just starting out and afraid of a sales call or people who are just like not converting, like they're jumping on a call after a call and just like having zero success. So the first tip that I would say is you are the person doing the sales on the sales calls, so you need to lead the conversation. You're the one that's supposed to lead the conversation and ask the questions. So that's the first thing. A lot of people, they go on the sales call and then they, they allow the people on, on the sales call to kind of ask questions and like just ramble, like, and then they lose control of the sales call and they don't lead the conversation anymore. And it's very hard to get back to the leading of the conversation. And then the, the potential client has the control. That's not what you want. You want to be able to have the control of the conversation so you can lead the conversation towards your structure. The second thing is listen to what the person says when you ask questions. So if you ask the person, what is your priority right now in your business? Listen to exactly what they say, because what they tell you is exactly what you need to repeat for them to be like, oh, that's what I need. They're telling you all the answers that you need to close the cell. If you're not listening and you're just waiting for the next question and what to answer, you're not listening to them. They're telling you exactly what to tell them. You just need to repeat like, oh, so I have the perfect program for you since your priority is to this, 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 because they just told you what their priority is. So if you're able to just reword what they said, you're going to be like exactly what I need. But a lot of people, they're just waiting to say something. They're waiting for their time to talk. They're waiting for the next question. They're not listening to what the person is saying. And your person is handing you all the answers that you need to close this out. So listen to what the person say on the call. I love the tip. Very important. I sometimes tend to ramble a lot and <laughs> forget to like ask more questions and listen more intently. But... I'm still new at this kind of like sales. I've been only in it for a few months and I find it like really powerful. I believe like marketing sales and I guess building our brand are kind of like the main pillars of almost any business, especially like online, at least from my experience yeah. so far. Uh, what is, I guess, one of the last questions since I know you're in a hurry what is like one trait you think online entrepreneurs, be it affiliate, your own pro program, product, whatever it is, need to have like to make it work again to 
stay out of nine to five or whatever like their main aspiration is but what is like some of the main traits or one main trait one out to have to make it work um one of the most important parts i think is to work on your mindset and it's very cliche because everybody says like you need the mindset to make it work but it's so true because it's easy to love your business and to work hard when you have results and when you make money and when people are like spamming your inbox, like I want to buy and I want to buy. Like when I wake up in the morning and I have tons of sales in my uh, PayPal account, um, it's easy to love my business. But when I have like downtime and everybody has times where it's more quiet, it's part of like, otherwise everybody would be millionaires, right? So it's normal that sometimes things don't work as well. The market crashes, the economy changes, the trends are changing. You need to change some stuff because what work doesn't work anymore. And it's always like like to to work on your business. But if your mindset is not there and it's only there when it's time to celebrate, you're not gonna be able to make it because you're gonna crash. You're gonna like think you're not good enough, it's not working anymore. It was just like luck. Like you're going to find reasons why it's not going to work. And if your mindset is not strong enough, when you have really bad periods in your business, you're going to want to quit. And that's when you should never quit because that's, that's the most important part of the mindset is to be able to go through the hurricane and survive. So you want to survive. So your mindset, like I, it's funny because I was posting about that today. It's really, really like a muscle. So if you want to stay in shape, you need to work out every day. If you stop working out for six months, you're going to have a beer belly. Like this is the way it is. So it's the same thing with your mindset. If you only work your mindset when you don't feel good and when you feel good, you're like, oh, I don't need to do it anymore because I feel good. Then your muscle, mindset muscle is getting weaker and weaker. And then when something bad happened, you're like, oh, shit. Now I don't have the strength in my head to go through it. So working on your mindset every day is going to make you be able to be happy, no matter if you have good news or bad news in your business, and you're going to have the motivation to continue even when there's no willpower. Yeah, and often I find we are kind of like unaware. I know before I talked to you two weeks ago or however long it was, uh, I mean, I was working on my mindset for years (laughs) and I was still like, them I, I am like there is like such a gap of where i am or wh- where i want to be and mostly it's not that i like a lot of like skills or whatever it's mindset stuff it's funny how how big it is and again even even though i'm working on it i'm aware of it i still have a lot of trouble so uh, i agree that it is an enormous part uh okay so guess we're running out of time could you share with us where people can find find you online connect with you i know you have awesome programs products as well so feel free to share with us of course so the best way to reach out to me is on instagram that's where i'm most active so my name is m.dusharm i'm sure you're gonna put it in the show notes otherwise i invite you guys to look at zero to ceo society which uh I, I'm not sure if I can even say your name. Mayo, uh, can you say your name? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mio. I call you Mio, and I like when I talk to you. So Mio, <laughs> it's uh, 
is also a part of. So Zero to CEO Society is a membership that I built for entrepreneurs that are building their online business, whether it's their first online business or whether they have their online business, but they're not seeing enough success yet to be in like higher level stuff. So I teach about my EMD framework in Zero to CEO Society. My EMD framework is really what I've learned in all those years to make business successful. So it starts with inner game. So I teach people to be productive, how to have good mindset regarding money, regarding success, uh, regarding having productive habits and all these things that are really important. There's a lot of spirituality in it, like uh, human design manifestation, because I have experts that are coming in. I, this is not my expertise, but I always get people to come in to teach about things that I find fascinating. And then I teach you the creation part of the business, so how to build packages that are really, really good, that really juicy that people cannot say no to, how to write good content. I teach you how to grow on social media organically, how to sell your packages, how to do sales calls, how to structure your stuff, how to find your leads, how to scale your businesses. Like anything that you need to know is inside your CEO society. There's new content every month. We have a Facebook community for the members that is private. That's super nice. So I'm inviting you to check it out as well. And if you have any question, ask me or ask me and uh, we'll be able to, to answer your questions. I would definitely invite you to check it out. Uh, it will be in the show notes as always, affiliatejourney.co slash M or EM. Uh, so check it out. I have some bonus if you decide to jump in, but that will be a surprise. Uh, anyways, M, thanks so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Love working yeah. with you, talking with you. And looking forward to hearing more of you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye, everyone. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and sticking to the very end. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got a lot of value from this episode. Uh, if you did, I would really appreciate if you share it with someone who you think can as well get a lot of value. Uh, leave a review. Again, it helps the show grow. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe. Other than that, if you want to connect with M and or myself, go at affiliatejourney.co slash M. And if you decide to go for her program, just hit me up on Messenger and I will hook you up with some amazing bonuses that I'm creating. Uh, so with all of that said, cheers for your success. Mm -hmm.